Welcome to the On The Slab Horror Show. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, with me, your host, Ian the Dynamo Kelly, joined as always by my right-hand man and my left-hand man, Carl King Woe, and of course, the G-man, Greg Flanagan. And you will see our beautiful guest that is joining us today is the Screams. She basically, she is a Scream Queen, literally. She is also a podcaster a writer, a makeup artist, and everything in between. Her name is Ali Chapel. So, Ali, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> we are really excited to have you, Ali. And uh, but what we are going to do first and foremost is we're going to take care of a little bit of business because today's show, as always, is brought to you by Fright Rags, the top-of-the-line horror merch uh, website uh, that you will find anywhere and as you can see we're all wearing our uh, fright rags merch right now i've got the thing i think carl's got a zone get out. my fright rags stuff just to be a part of this yeah you can be a part of it that's no problem that's no problem so while ali gets her fright rag stuff she's <laughs> well yeah. the fright rag stuff. Um, but the most important part of the fright rags oh what have you got it's my April Fool's Day hoodie. Oh, that is nice. Love it. That is nice. Well, listen, the guys at Fright Rags are going to love that. And you know what else they're going to love? They're going to love you to know that they are promoting some amazing, amazing stuff at the moment. Greg, you've been talking to the powers that be today, and they want to promote something in particular at the moment, some sort of escape from somewhere, right? (laughs) It's it's definitely not from L.A. Hey. Yeah. Um, we're going back to the reprinting the new 2022 line of um, Escape from New York. And I already have one of the t shirts, but I think I might have to buy the other two because they are fantastic. They look. They're, they're out this week, are they? They're out on Wednesday, I think. Great. Yeah. Um, wait, you see the, the one with the snake on it with the cobra head. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, also, if, if, if that's, uh, I mean, look, you could pretty much buy a shirt in any line that they have. Um, as you can see, I'm wearing a thing. Everybody knows John Carpenter is my guy. So um, if you if you really want to look at some of the great stuff, if you are a John Carpenter guy, you'll see, I've been basically promoting this on my other show, Dynamos Dozen, non-stop. Look at their uh, 40th anniversary uh, edition of, uh, of their t-shirts and long sleeves for the thing. Unbelievable. Um, Point glass uh, as well. Unbelievable. But the main thing is, the main thing is that you can actually get 10% off with ourselves. That's right. We're giving you fucking freebies here, ladies and gentlemen. If you type in the promo code OTSHORROR10 when you go to make your purchase, you will get 10% off. So think about it. If you're actually buying in bulk and you're ordering from Europe, for example, you're literally getting your customs fee paid, pretty much. You know what I mean? So you're buying it almost at face value if you're buying a bulk. So do go and check them out. Uh, you can go onto the website, um, it's fright-rags.com, or you can go and check them out on Instagram, and they have a shop on Instagram as well. So you can just literally go and shop from Instagram as well if you're not interested in being old school like us, where you gotta put the www.frightrags minus rags.com 
Do you see what I did there? I've laid it out. I've laid it out for all you laymen down as well. So uh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, do go and check them out. Fright Rags, amazing company. The best merchandise you're likely to get anywhere at a really good price. And uh, not only is it a really good price, you're going to get ten percent off by using the promo code OTS Horror Ten. From it's all officially licensed as well. Hundred percent from your boys. So uh, go and treat yourselves. Um, coming up into the uh, into the summer season and uh, look like a weirdo wearing all your black stuff while it's summer season. Um, this guy. This guy. <laughs> but now it is time to get to our guest of honor today. Ali Chapel has uh, taken some time out. She's having a nice gin and fruit drink there. So she's uh, a Canadian <laughs> girl, but knows how to drink. Canadian women know how to drink anyway, Ali, right? Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, and also, like after the pandemic, I feel like we all learned how to drink pretty heavily. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> well, if you if you don't if you don't drink by the time you're 14 over here, you're you're out of the game. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, start them young and keep them going. Even the oh, Americans, even the Americans have learned how to drink now. <laughs> yeah, there's all water time. <laughs> I just thought when the pandemic started, we were like, well, now we have all this time. Why not get day drunk every day? And then before you know it, you're going through like a two six a day, and you're like. Oh, we have I found a wrinkle in my forehead. <laughs> um, so, Ali, we are here to talk about you and your projects and whatnot, and obviously let our guests know all about you and what you do. So, as we said, I, I probably didn't even cover everything in the intro. I said Scream Queen, which is quite a big term, especially in the world of horror. Um, but also podcaster, artist, uh, and, and I said everything in between because it literally is everything in between. So tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what makes you such a crazy horror fan and now actor. Oh my God. Well, horror fan. I mean, I've been watching horror films since like I was a wee little babe. And like, I remember going to the video store and like seeing all the VHS tapes and all the like awesome box art and judging what we would rent based on just cover art alone and like the ones that always stick out to me are like the dead alive poster with like the opening of the mouth and uh yeah and the april fool's day one with the braid that's a noose and i always thought like one day my hair is gonna be long enough and i'll be able to do it and it's like (laughs) i don't think that's advisable (laughs) yeah no also like get extensions and like do it yourself like my hair has never been longer than this. Um, and then acting's always been just a huge part of my life from like childhood on. It was like how I kind of got my outlet into the arts. And then through there, who I was and what I wanted to do. And it kind of came together that working in horror became like my main thing. It's not my only thing. And like, if anyone's watching, I'm like always down to do like a rom-com. But horror kind of was where I got my big breaks and my starts and everything. And I've been working consistently for a bunch of years now. And then during the pandemic, uh, because we had all this time on our hands and all the sets were closed, I was like, you know what I would really like to get into that I feel like I could probably start during the pandemic was getting into like special effects makeup artistry because I've always found that world to be super fascinating. and. One of my buddies, who at the time was like, kind of like better than an acquaintance, but not a full friend. 
but he lived near me and I was like, I'm gonna hit that dude up and he's he's gonna take me on as an intern. So I like baked him like a loaf of banana bread and like walked over to his place and I was like, hey, so here's like some food. Like, what's up? You wanna <laughs> hang out? And like, maybe I intern for you and you just teach me a bunch of stuff. And like, <laughs> I work for free, but you also get free help. Like, it'd be super cool if you just taught me. And it ended up working out super great. It's with Coop FX in Hamilton of Ontario. If you're anyone on here is from Ontario and needs special effects, Coop FX, Hamilton, super amazing. Cool. And he was super down to just take time out of his schedule to teach me and help me with everything. And now I've learned to like, even just do easy out of kit stuff so that when I make my own things, I don't have to like bring on a special effects designer and I can kind of do my own like Tom Zavini thing or I can kind of do my own acting as well as, you know, doing some special effects stuff. And it was a fun hobby to have during the pandemic, truly. And is there anything that you like doing in particular, uh, Ali, any kind of makeup or effects? Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? I'll just like, I'll bring him in. Give me like a <laughs> That was a good so, question. That was a good question, Carl, to be fair, because I was going to say, like, is there a particular, like, genre? Is there a particular, yeah. like, genre of, of makeup or special effects? Oh, oh. this is my roommate. <laughs> Lovely. He has, like, a full-size, like, dead, burned body that I made during the pandemic and he lives with me full time did you did you did you acquire that somehow from like an ed gein auction <laughs> no he's a walmart skeleton that i spent forever like creating this like flesh stuff on him and then painting he needs to get repainted soon he's chipping oh no this life. isn't this isn't I'm, I'm not taking a piss when i say that i love that i was like but were you influenced by having an ed gein type roommate <laughs> it was like yes <laughs> Oh my god, I wish. I should just set a bunch of these and do like a whole wall of them. Nipple Especially if you like that from here, you can just have like the weird hanging like internal ah. stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you've got actually, the dude, you've got the dude without the bad side of him. You get me? It actually it reminds me of um did you ever see Necromantic? Yes. Yes. Now I don't know if that goes on in that apartment, I don't know, I don't care, but like I'm just saying it looks reminds me of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's done so many photos just me where I'm like, okay, this one, we're going to be like in bed. We're going to pretend like we're naked. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I just do? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. It looks great. Fair play. Yeah. It looks deadly. Yeah, You've got a great, uh, Greg, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was saying, speaking of special effects, we actually had a uh, special effects master craftsman on uh, a while back in Nick Benson. Yep. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's got some stories. Yeah. They all do. They always have such good stories, and a lot of them are like, I shouldn't tell this publicly, but like. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, you're talking about talking about some of the biggest movies of the '80s. He was working on the '80s and the '90s. Oh my God! Yeah. There are yeah. so many like just wickedly talented makeup artists. Like even in like the smaller realms like Kyle Glencross and like Greg Oh, Redding Terrace huge I shouldn't say him but like <laughs> even like uh Billy Butler who's still doing stuff for Full Moon is just like pumping out so much good yeah. shit and he does it on a budget well the great it's just there's a yeah the game has really been up in the last decade I think it really has you know and I think people I think people are trying to incorporate more you know practical effects back into their things which is great I agree because like CGI is, it's fine, but you can really tell when something's CGI. Yeah, yeah. And like absolutely. watched um, 
So no spoilers. We just watch X. Oh, right, yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I, I haven't seen it yet, but that's okay. Yeah, you could talk about it. There's just like one scene with an alligator and you're just like, oh, so that's just incredibly CGI. And it takes yeah. you out of the film almost immediately. Same with even like TV shows that do like that new um, Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin TV oh, show where all of the cats are fake. And you're like, okay, cool. So they're all just acting against green screens? Like, well, I mean, Joe's doing a good job to do it from prison. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah, bitch. <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> that bitch, Carol Baskin. Carol fucking Baskin. Off with her evil. fucking head. Yeah. She, was, she was evil, I think. I think she was evil. Well, she is. She's still alive. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They're all evil, exactly. I don't think you should be allowed to own big cats. Oh, <laughs> dude, absolutely. I, I, I loved it. Or if you do, you deserve to be eaten alive. And I've said that now, you know, yeah. in public, and I fully stand by it. Um, you know what I mean? It's like... You don't go into the Antarctica and investigate a UFO with a crazy dog running around, right? Yeah. You know, those <laughs> just, just saying, you know, you could have learned a thing or two about a thing or two if you'd have went back and watched some of these 80 movies, 80s movies. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, Ali, you, uh, obviously a man never, ever insinuates or asks any lady um, her age, so I'm not going to do that. However, what well, you I'm did... I'm 32. I don't care if people know. Oh, no, there you go. no, no. <laughs> the, 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 reason, the reason I asked that is because, actually, believe it or not, you kind of led us into some of our um, our usual kind of talking points when we start with guests, and you brought up the VHS thing. And, yeah. um, because, like, that is that is what we're all about, to be honest with you. Jam, that's, yeah. that's, that's, where we, that's where we kind of started. And that's- physical media absolutely yeah. and, and the funny thing about it is i've always said like don't judge a book by its cover but definitely judge a horror vhs by its cover right yeah you definitely yeah. can't judge them all because there are some that have terrible artwork and are quality movies too or they have like really amazing artwork and the movie is trash and that's, they're that's like most of them. the trash <laughs> yeah. the better though they're like the more trashy the better that's 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 the <laughs> You know, it, it, it'd be kind of a... Why don't you talk about some of the movies that you've actually worked on as well? Because um, obviously, you know, people that are watching now, they're going to go, okay, where can I watch this lady? Let's, you know, so give them a... Um, you, you've had a couple of pieces. Greg has obviously passed on a couple of bits and pieces. I've, I've seen a couple of them, yeah. Yeah, so why don't you um, talk about some of your projects that you have and where people can find it because... Um, I find it intriguing, some of the titles that you've done, and I'm looking forward to watching more. Uh, So I've done a couple films with Full Moon Features, where if you know from the amazing VHS days, like in the heyday, they were doing like wizard videos, so they were giving us like top-notch shit, and they were giving us Puppet Master and Subspecies. They were the ones who gave, you know, Helen Hunt and Demi Moore their starts, so I was like so excited to be a part of the Full Moon family, Mm. and like, I'm always repping them. It's it's one of the it's one I of the best. I just have a bunch of spiders around me right now. One of the best logos ever, I have to say. The full moon. Uh, it is, and it's it's one of those that you know when when it does transition into the full moon when it comes onto your screen, you're like, oh, I'm excited. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things. something good. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah. So the biggest project that I did with Full Moon was called Necropolis Legion, and it's 
honestly by far my favorite thing that I've done to date uh, because my character Eva is a witch who feeds from her boobies. Nice. And I, Moist, I, I don't know a witch too. <laughs> <laughs> the only witch. My kind of witch. My, my, instead of nips, I have mouths. And that's how I feed on like other people. And that was like my all time favorite thing. It's on um, Amazon Prime and Tubi. And if you have the Full Moon streaming app, it's on there, of course, obviously. Oh, and that one was like, oof, like chef's kiss. So good. And Lynn Lowry from, you know, all the Cronenberg films okay. and. Uh, some Romero stuff, she's also in it. Like just a beautiful cult classic and a wonderful human. Oh yeah. And that that has one of the funniest opening scenes ever. Where your <laughs> man's just sitting on the ground, next to you your man pulls his heart out, and then you get your face coming in with the big white eyes. Yeah. And oh I was my like, god. Whoa. Oh, every time I had to put the white contacts in, yeah. I kept being like, guys, I can't see anything. And they're like, what just come on to set? I'm like, someone has <laughs> to really guide me on set because I am blind. Like <laughs> It was, it was, like, it was definitely something I wasn't expecting to happen in the opening scene. Your man holding his heart, big yeah. hole in his chest. You know, uh, you know, there's a bunch of guys that are sitting here watching this now going, I think I've seen that movie. And they've woken <laughs> they, they've, they've definitely woken up to what they thought were nipples and saw mouths. <laughs> nipples. And we're like, no, that's, that's the drugs and the drink, brother. <laughs> and do, 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 do the mouths just uh, eat? Or do they, like, do they talk in the film? Or no, they just eat. And there's like one scene where they, like, I I know it's like almond milk, but they squirt like white liquid, and then these two <laughs> girls drink from them. <laughs> and like, even like watching it and doing the scene, like, I knew it was like an almond milk, like it was a nice thing that was like not gross to drink, but just the visual of it and like it's the idea. Being, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, everything behind it, I was like, oh, this is gross. <laughs> oh, there was also a scene in the movie where the other lead actress um, spits this black liquid from her mouth into my mouth. And like, I'm fine with that kind of stuff. It's totally cool. Except for like, I guess the black blood kind of coagulated and got a little bit chunky. Oh. So when it drips into my mouth, I wasn't expecting it to not be smooth. And I was just like, Oh shit! <laughs> and like they cut, and I was like, "Oh my god, did you still have food in your mouth? Like, what is wrong with you?" <laughs> and Half a loaf of bread gone with it. Full batch loaf gone. <laughs> I'm liking the sound yeah. of this film every every. Oh second. yeah, I really oh, enjoyed it now. It's good. It's some. Yeah. It's some Canadian nonsense. Uh, no, 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 what is it? It's about, it's about an hour. An hour. About an yeah, hour, they're yeah. not they're not long, and it was a part of um, the Deadly Ten series where uh, Charlie Band wanted to live stream the making of all the films while they were happening, which in itself was a really cool social experiment to be a part of. Yeah. It's just like you never don't have a camera on you. <sighs> you could, it was really hard to just like sit down and relax and like go over lines and like script and rehearse and stuff when there's always like a camera just watching you do stuff. And I'm like. Well, now I know I can't do reality TV shows. <laughs> I mean, that must be the hardest bit to do, though, if you're doing that, where there's a camera just in your face the whole time. Yeah. And then the other stuff that I've done with uh, Full Moon is I was very lucky enough to be a part of the Blind Dead movies. So we did our own Blind Dead here. It's called Screams of the Blind Dead. And I'm like the full opening sequence. I'm not there for the full movie, but I'm there for like 
the big opening chunk and I get murdered in the first bit. And that was huge because like, I love the Italian Tombs of the Blind Dead films. Nice, yeah. So being a part of yeah. So officially being a part of that franchise was like a huge deal to me, and I like I kind of like shoehorned my way into that where I was like, hey, so you're making this movie, and um, I'm gonna need to be in it. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a negotiation. This is happening. Yeah, I like your negotiation tactics. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it was so much fun, and the other. Full Moon film I did was called It Knows You're Alone, which is about like this woman who finds a haunted nautical phone. And uh, basically when she brings it home and starts like making it nice, like refurbishing it, then this woman in black starts coming and I play both her ex-lover and the woman in black. So I'm in a good chunk of this whole movie just being like creepy. And that was an interesting one to film because it was like, during the pandemic and this was before the vaccinations came so we had to be like quarantined before we did it and there was like three of us on set like plowing through this in like the shortest amount of time possible just because covid really fucked things up for everybody yeah. and for filming and just stuff. like justin trudeau right oh, fucking trudeau <laughs> <laughs> uh but it was interesting and it's not sadly it's not there anymore but we filmed at this like abandoned pirate ship thing that's very popular it's kind of on the way to niagara falls in ontario and it's gorgeous and it's gone now for some reason i don't know why probably because it was grossly polluting the water with all of its rust and disgustingness um and i'm such a keener that like there's a scene where i'm just supposed to be like walking in the water near the boat and i was like no it'll look better if i'm under the water and like come up slowly through and doing it i'm like i am giving myself just so many infections because this water is grossly unclean yeah play, you did it for the shock it did it for the art though i did That's it for the, the art yeah you, you there was a nice little segue in there in terms of how you kind of demanded to be in that movie which i thought was pretty cool i like that i like that kind of tactics you know and um, bully tactics it's good <laughs> i'm not even bully it's just like the worst thing and i well, like in your case you're a female so you could just blink the eyes a little bit you know yeah there you <laughs> well, go <laughs> i can't do the it the worst thing someone can say to you is no yeah so i'm like as an actor who's like i constantly audition and get told no all the time that i'm like used to it so like why not just shoot my shot with a director I already know? Yeah, exactly. And if they're like, no, then I'm like, cool. At least I tried. Well, exactly. what happens? We're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to be like, ooh, you said no to me. So like, this is done. <laughs> here's, here's a shoe from the hip question then, just just off the back of that. If you had, right, if there was one, one franchise that you could possibly be a part of. Now, this is just purely hypothetical and possibly it will come true hopefully but if there was one franchise in horror that you could be part of what would it be saw saw i know i like like twice a year lost me now (laughs) i'll just root through that whole franchise i don't know why i'm so fascinated with it i just i love it and i'm here for even the ones that are bad i'm still here for and it's currently broken because I moved and I broke, but I made a replica of the reverse bear trap that oh, cool. Shawnee oh, was there. Cool. And 
I have at one point, like I think last year, I got to interview Darren Boozman and was like, I love you. Nice. <laughs> and <laughs> it, wasn't even, it wasn't even for like Spiral, it was for his other movie, Death of Me, but like three questions and I'm like, cool, so Spiral, <laughs> huh? Can you tell me anything about Chris Rock? Also, Chris Rock. <laughs> I was just going to put perfect timing, what? That's great timing there now. I mean, yeah. What does the five finger say to the face slap, you know? I thought it was. I thought it looked fake, to be honest. Honestly, it still kind of looks fake. Yeah, well, we're from the pro wrestling world, so it kind of generally, you know, you question everything when it comes to it. But I, th- <laughs> I, think, it, I think it was legitimate. Poor guy's face. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's... And they've both kind of issued apologies at this point, so it's like... But like yeah, you won an Oscar, and like right before you won an Oscar, you had to hit him. Just... And then, and then the fake tears and the Oscars, well, the acting through the Oscars, well, was great. Yeah, although I heard rumor that uh, Chris's cousin The Rock is is pretty unhappy about it, and he wants. Is he to actually his cousin? And no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just coming out now during the Oscars that The Rock and Chris Rock are somehow related. Did you, did you see I, the picture I, 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 of The Rock? I would love. I would love to see that same uh, joke made, and it was The Rock making it. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's, what, uh, that's what. That's what. Shannon Sharp used to play in the NFL said. If that was The Rock or Jason Momoa that made that joke, he was not getting up and slapping. Yeah. Well, especially The Rock. You know what I mean? Because it'd be like, okay, uh, Jada, you go on your own. Um, you, mm-hmm. you know, you choose you to sleep with other men. <laughs> As like, yeah, you can sleep with other. My wife can sleep with other men. It's no problem. But if you slag her hair. God damn it! I'm gonna oh, slap the shit out of your face. <laughs> well, I mean, me and, me and Carla are on the old hair challenge side. I found it quite offensive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree I'm with personally you. Personally attacked. <laughs> well, I still have a bit of mine under here, so I'm not quite there on the offended level yet. So we'll wait. Yeah. We'll give it a few years. Um, the other one, the other one of your movies that I seen was Space Vampire. Yeah, Space Vampire was. That was all sorts of crazy. It was crazy. And also, it was filmed in, like, 2017 as, like, something to do. Um, It it sounds like you're not too proud of that one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I should preface all of this that my partner is Chris Alexander, the former editor of Fangoria. Oh! I end up being in a lot of his films. And yes, that well, was I, I actually have some old school magazines still locked away from yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, that's turning that's turning into a Rob Zombie and really cool. Or, or, uh, Sherry Mill. And Sherry Mill hey, kind of thing. There is no shame in that. No, nope. no. It's also a Mike Flanagan and Katie Siegel kind of thing. Like could be Debbie too. and John as well. That too. Exactly. <laughs> You're just keeping everything in the family. Absolutely. We have like a level of comfort with each other where Yeehaw. Yeah. And we had I think we were like not even a year into dating, but we were like, we should kind of just like make something artsy for fun. And he had this idea and we kind of rolled with it. And he bought me that like black suit that I wear all the time, especially to conventions, because I have like a Catwoman mask and I'm like, ooh, I can be Michelle Pfeiffer in this. If you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's be true. Real a multi-purpose latex suit. <laughs> Makes sense. And it was great because it was just me and him going into like weird back alleys and filming stuff and going to like uh, the random castle that we have in Hamilton and just filming a ton of random stuff. And we honestly didn't think 
anything was kind of going to come of it. Sounds like Pam and Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) Well... I feel like we would have the worst sex tape. <laughs> that is that is grossly false. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> yeah, the only re- like when it got released onto Blu-ray last year, it was because we had uh signed a deal to make Girl with a Straight Razor through Dark Side and I had no part of this deal, so I don't know the full logistics, so I could be wrong, but it was like, hey, if you're already making this one film, you could also take this other film that we did and release it. People got to see it. You're reprising that role, though, aren't you? Or you have done in, in another movie? Did I read that right? Reprising Space Vampire? Yeah. I don't... Did I read that right? No. Oh. Surprise! <laughs> we have, well, you are now. Greg, Greg has got the funds for it, and he's basically <laughs> he wants a sequel. I could have sworn I read that you were, you were coming back. At, you were reprising that role. Now I might have read it wrong. Possibly. The role that I want to reprise is I wanted to Eve, but but I want to do like a weird prequel that's set in like the 1800s and like, oh yeah because her husband is so much older like what is their relationship with each other how did she get into this weird role like that would be what i would want to explore more should full moon want to throw some money at how, do you, how do you feel about the kind of um that, that kind of macabre type old kind of 1800s kind of victorian stuff like say like the hammer horror kind of stuff or you know the old original dark shadows kind of stuff would you be a fan of that old kind of uh stuff or was it just purely kind of 80s and onwards well coincidentally the uh podcast that i do is the hammer pub podcast where every week we talk about hammer horror films you do realize you got you you do realize you got to get me on that show i'm like the biggest hammer freak ever Legit. You have to get on soon because we are now into New Hammer. So yeah. we just did uh, Let Me In and The Resident. And now we're doing like Wakewood. And I think we still have like Women in Black and. Wakewood wasn't too bad, to be fair. It's Timothy Spall. Like, what's not to love? That yeah. dude's awesome. Yeah, it wasn't. Like, crazy talented actor. But I love Hammer films. And Me too. I Me love too. that whole aesthetic. I also just, the whole like imagery and story behind yeah. Hammer and they have that castle and they somehow made it look different in every movie like it was yeah. yes. it's, they, it's, and it's also crazy. they gave us obviously like Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee and like Ralph Bates who like what else has he done besides Hammer like yeah Anthony Hines yeah 100% so what what, uh, what 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 Hammer films would you really really like adore ooh I just for like no other reason than my partner collects 16 millimeter prints and he got a print of Dracula has risen from the grave. Nice. And like, I'm so jealous. Oh, seeing it like projected on this beautiful, crisp 16 millimeter print, like the colors are so good. And for a G rated film, it is insanely violent. Yeah. But I guess playing on the fact there is no nudity, but like I adore that film and truly I adore. Veronica Carlson and I'll watch anything Christopher Lee is in. I mean, that she, she was she was she was really hot as well, but really like in a good but a really good actor hot. You know what I mean? She was really really good. Um, I'm the same. Christopher Lee and uh, like he's probably 
he's probably been my like he's close to up there as my number one i mean i st i think he's the best dracula of all time oh by far the best dracula without a shadow of a doubt um him although i will say i'm biased because i'm like christopher lee uh leslie nielsen <laughs> <laughs> how are you gonna say eddie morphy I thought you were going to say Peter Cushing oh was just God, yeah, underneath. Was the I thought you were going to say Peter Cushing was just underneath there. But, uh, oh, no, no. I have to give all my shout-outs to the good old Canadian boy, Leslie Nielsen, for doing Dracula Dead and loving it with Mel Brooks. That's Truly. pretty awesome. That's a pretty awesome. Films. Yeah, that's <laughs> pretty awesome. Yeah, I love Leslie Nielsen. Good Lord. Don't call me no. Shirley. I don't. I don't. He said to you, buddy, there that I have Carrie Alden as my best Dracula. Gorillaman's so good. He is oh, he phenomenal. Does. He does, it's the yeah. closest to the book for sure. But uh, yeah. but at the I same think he point. was the best Dracula. I think Bella had the best uh, movie. Oh man! Then Christopher yeah. Lee had the best kind of everything else. Presence. It was like if you had a. Yeah, like, he's got the presence of Dracula. Yeah, because he's about fifteen foot tall. Yeah, and he could legit fuck you up. He was a he was a fighter pilot for God's sakes, you know what I mean? This this I mean, was, heavy was heavy Yeah, yeah. Um no that's that's cool. We'll we'll definitely recommend so name that podcast for any listeners out there that might be interested. It is the Hammer Pub Podcast through Scream Addicts or something. I've listened to it before and here we are. There you go. It's a small world. That was uh, another example of me being like, hey, so I know I only guessed it on an episode, but like, I'm your co-host now. And now I've been there since I guess. She's literally going to be on next week on this show now. <laughs> yeah, like, this is what's going to happen. You're going to have to adhere to my Canadian Easter Standard Time schedule. <laughs> this is about our normal time anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We are creatures of the night, so um, it's it's it's... It's, it's apropos, basically. Um, so tell us a little bit more about what you've got going on in the coming months as we kind of wrap up here. What have you got? What You know, you got any kind of horror cons coming up or, you know, what you got going on? You tell us. Uh, I'm filming a short film at the end of the month and I'm like super excited, but we've been trying to like get this together for like months now, but because of COVID and the fact that I have to go to another province to do it was a whole thing so i'm so excited that like nothing is stopping us from doing it at this point uh i'm in post-production on my first feature film that i wrote directed and started and that i'm very like excited about i will say i've gone through like i did post-production on a short film that i wrote and directed which i'm like so happy about doing that feature film is like next level and i feel like i'm losing my goddamn mind with it <laughs> so hopefully that evens itself out uh and then i have a couple of short films that i want to direct as well because i do want to branch out more into directing now that like i've gotten like a taste for it i want to do mm -hmm. like a shit ton more with it because if you're not creating then what are you doing exactly 100 100 work it <laughs> yes yeah Listen, no. it's been an absolute pleasure. Anybody, any of you guys got anything to say before we kind of wrap up? Are we done? We've done this for like 10 minutes. Oh, it's been like almost an hour. <laughs> I'll tell you what, throw us your top five favorite movies. We'll okay. close out with that. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, does, like just ever or like of this year? Because this year I have two. No, top ever. 
Well, both, then. Yeah, do both, yeah, exactly. You're the guest, so. Okay, so of 2022, number one is Fresh. See, that I am it. like, it's so good. It's on like Disney or. Is that Hulu. the that's is that the kid that played Tommy Lee in Pam and Tommy? I believe. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's uh, a, he's the a Winter Soldier. He's a good yeah, actor. Yeah. And um, oh, as Greg knows, Studio Six Six Six. Like so amazing and like R.I.P. to Taylor yep. Hawkins. Very so sad to hear that, especially because like I watched the film in two days later that I came out and I was like. I, I watched it in the next morning it happened I was like oh. Greg Greg watched it, it uh, Greg watched it and literally 10 minutes I, I think he texted into the group yeah I texted and, him at 11 o'clock and at 12 o'clock then yeah I, I was on Twitter and then I, I was like is this this is weird you know what I mean so yeah I, I, I did it personally responsible <laughs> yep it happens it's because it, it's because he's a redhead you know <laughs> don't you start you, you don't even know what color hair you have the rest of us <laughs> i don't have a soul i need to take other people it's fine exactly the ginger, how we, all, but we can't judge them. how we stay young and beautiful is by feeding off the souls of others it's true i mean it happens all right so my other five films in no particular order and they're not a hundred percent horror but like truly of all time practical magic I love Sisterhood and Witches across the board. Uh, Jawbreaker, because who doesn't love a good team movie where they kidnap their friend as a fun birthday prank <laughs> and then eyes? Like, like nothing wrong with that. Uh, Elvira, The Mistress of the Dark, her first, first movie. First one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, the Haunted, Haunted Hills one, I also like, but like, not. As much. Not that much. <laughs> it's like I like it because it's her, but it's not like in the top. Um, what else? Uh, oh my god, this is so dumb. So please don't judge me. I love the movie Valentine. Okay. You know that there's, there's a thing about that over here that you, it's nearly impossible to get. Oh, I have it on. All physical media, I have it on VHS, on DVD, on Blu-ray. Show Factory release it on Blu-ray. Yeah, no, it's it, when like DVD shops when we had like the golden discs and all before they were selling them all new. It was really hard to get. I can see it's that. Cool. Dave, like it... David, David Boreanaz. Yeah, and Denise Richards yeah. and all yeah. those like, little feisty devils. Good old, good old Denise Richards. Oh, a good old Denise Richards. She loves a bit uh, of Charlie Sheen. <laughs> 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 I watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I know all her drama. Is she in <laughs> On Team Charlie. Ooh, that is not a better team. No, to be. no, but it's the best of it's the best of two bad like choices. Like it's the best of two shitty situations. Yeah, it's like, like God damn it, I'm not really giving, I'm not really putting my money into either yeah. one. <laughs> um, the craft, the original one, not the new one, is definitely the like the original is fantastic. Original. Um, fantastic. Truly ginger snaps because I feel like I was like ten when that movie came out, so I've like grown up with it and just it kinda had a new meaning every new time I watched it throughout different stages of my life. And I'm like trying to look at my Blu-ray collection because I'm any any low for uh, Heathers, no? Anyone ever seen that? I love Heathers. I think it's a fucking solid movie. I love Great a good movie. like I love a teen based horror thriller slash horror yeah 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 uh, well like, most most horror films are team based anyway to be fair 
Yeah, especially in the 80s. And like, <laughs> I am unabashedly <laughs> in love with the I Know What You Did Last Summer stuff. Yeah, like, I, I love the original. These- love the original, yeah. Yep, I love Urban Legend. Basically, I like most shit from like the 90s slash early 2000s. Like, that's really where I found my like world of movies. You know what's really cool? Um, I, was, I think it was, I don't even think I've told you this, Greg. I may have told you, Carol. It was like, you know, before, like, I was just like pre 90s, maybe early 90s. Yeah. Then, like, everything was 80s, 70s, 60s, 50s, 40s, whatever beforehand. And then, like, the odd noughties one in there. But, uh, my, my, uh, better half is actually crazy about all of the like you know the kind of teen movies that came in the 90s so like Scream I Know What You Did Last Summer etc etc and we actually went back and we watched them all individually like we watched Scream all the way through and then watched I Know What You Did Last Summer and it was like when you watch them the older you get you're like god damn it these are really good movies <laughs> and these you are vintage now yeah you understand them better some yeah. of the jokes that went yeah. over your head and whatnot. Like, is it, uh, what's your one's name? Jessica Hewitt, or uh, something Hewitt, isn't it? Love Jennifer Hewitt. Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Love Hewitt. Hewitt. Don't you She's ever forget her name on this show ever again. Yeah. <laughs> Miss American Sweetheart. We yeah. love her. She's party of five. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. He can't yeah. hardly wait. How dare you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I did. Like she, she went on. That was a surprising move bringing her into. I know what you did last summer, because yeah. she was American sweetheart at that time. And don't forget, you always had Sarah Michelle Gellar making an appearance in some of those movies. Yeah, too. like Buffy and truly everything. Also, like Freddie Prince. <laughs> Freddie Prince for and her and him being together for so long and just like still being so in love is so cute. They're oh. like serious relationship goals. They're also Fred and. Uh, Thing and Scooby Doo, Wendy. Yeah, they're Fred and Daphne. Yeah. Also, I think I was wrong. Jennifer Love Hewitt wasn't in Party of Five, was she? Was no, she was in. I know what you did last summer. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know that part. Yeah, I don't think. I, 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 realize, I don't think that's right. <laughs> I don't know what Party of Five is, so. Nope. Uh, it was a show, and I. <laughs> it had Nev Campbell in it. Now that I'm thinking about it hard, and y'all should fucking know it. <laughs> <laughs> we should all know it and have definitely watched it. But like, it is what it is. <laughs> I can't hardly wait because Ethan Embry is also in that. He was my childhood crush. I, t- I take it you're, you're very much along us that we'll watch kind of anything. Oh, I'll watch like yeah. anything. Like, I got like, nothing going on. Yeah, like my favorite franchise is, is arguably a B to C rated horror. Oh, flick here we go. Torn. Yeah, here we go. Wrong torn. Awesome it is, lads. Awesome. I'm just glad he didn't bring Nightmare. Yeah, well, now we will, thanks. Huh? <laughs> she's ready to fucking party. Like, she's like, yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. It's only like six o'clock here. I got nothing going on. <laughs> Man has to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. LOL. No, I don't. I have a meeting tomorrow with a a potential acting job. So like, Ooh. send me all the positive vibes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. With the light of candle for you. Just yeah. go in. Go in and do what you. This is where I can't be like, all right, you're hiring. <laughs> well, you can I go don't in. Know and... this person. No, but just say you need me in this movie. And then, do you know what you should really do now? You said that you've got nothing going on at 6 o'clock, so literally go and watch Bella Lugosi and just study the eyes. 
Study all the eyes. That's it. White zombie. Contact. White zombie. Oh, so good. Yeah. Not that this is a thing where you guys are, but there's this coffee company here that's called Deadly Grounds, and they have all this horror-themed coffee, but they also do, like, horror-themed hot chocolates, and their white hot chocolate's called White Zombie, oh, and it's nice. so good. Oh, and hell it's yeah. caffeinated, which is so good. Oh, <laughs> it's gotta be caffeinated. Let's make a random shout-out to a company that's definitely not paying me. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Even free promotion to friends. God damn it. They're, they're, they're definitely, definitely not paying me at all. Ugh, no. Just like Full Moon's not paying me, and I keep being like, guys, I love Full Moon so much. Oh my god. <laughs> well, listen, I love Full Moon too. I love Full Moon. And speaking of which, there is a Full Moon out now, so it is about time that we wrap up this show for today, unfortunately. But listen, Ali, it's been a pleasure. We will definitely bring you back on again because... Thanks for having me. I had so much fun. Yeah, you, you've got too much energy just for one show, so we definitely will bring you back on. Again, um, it's only six o'clock here. <laughs> so it's the best time to catch you. Give me another hour and I'll be like super sleepy and ready for bed. <laughs> well, you see, you're at the break in, you're at the break in our, uh, our kayfabe. Our, we have a little word kayfabe, you know. Uh, people watching will probably know what it means, but now you've broken our uh, psyche because... This comes out on Friday nights, but unfortunately, it's not really Friday night on this particular occasion as we're recording. If this was Friday night, then we would probably yeah. have a five-hour podcast. We had to, we had to make uh, we had to make an, a special exception. We did honor <laughs> just to fit in, Ali. I'm so honored. I had so much fun. Like, yeah, I always come back. Thank you. We'll definitely get you back on. Absolutely. And I'm definitely going to use that Fright Rags discount. You should. Hell yeah. And you know what? Brilliant. I'm so happy that you said that because Ali is 100% correct. Don't forget, if you want to have some of the cool merch and shirts that we're wearing or anything that tickles Uh your fancy, (laughs) anything that tickles your fancy, uh, do head over to FrightRags.com. So it's Fright. Uh, hyphen rags.com or if you just you're one of the cool kids that knows how to uh, navigate Instagram these days just go and check out the shop on there and use the promo code OTS horror 10 and you're going to get 10% off all of your horror merch so make sure you do that listen it's been a pleasure Ali for me and the boys thank you so much for taking your uh, taking thank your time you out and coming on the show thank you so much pleasure and um We'll make sure that we put some of your uh, your 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 links and all in the bio. Uh, Carl's our guy there, so we'll make sure that we have all that there, and uh, we'll link people to your uh, to your stuff <laughs> in your Instagram. So yeah, please do. Until next week, for me and the boys and Ali. Until next week. I'm now a co-host. Yeah, <laughs> she is. <laughs> Hired.